Hi, it's Liana Bolden with Eternally Speaking Now. The title of this message is Soul Sore. I love clouds. Often they just leave me in awe and wonder. I remember not too long ago, um, there was just one morning when the clouds just filled the entire sky. It's like God's beauty was plastered from horizon to horizon with not a portion of the sky abandoned by the scene of gorgeous clouds from north to east to south to west, glorious patterns of cloud repeated for all creation to appreciate. (laughs) It was stunning. The whole scene left me breathless, just stirring me deep within. I really, I just wanted to jump out of my skin and fly into the blanketed ripples above me. I felt like singing. Really, the sight made my soul feel like soaring. And like many of you, I have discovered the thrill of connecting clouds to the glory of God and his presence. The link between the two is echoed throughout the Bible. Maybe that's why clouds can be so emotionally impacting. Is it possible that we're born with the intuitive awareness of the relationship between clouds and the presence of God? Maybe. Check out these scriptures from the Old Testament. Here's Exodus 16.10. Now it came to pass, as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. Here's Exodus 24.16 and 18. Now the glory of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And on the seventh day he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. So Moses went into the midst of the cloud and went up into the mountain. Here's Exodus 40, verses 34 to 35. Then the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tabernacle of meeting because the cloud rested above it and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. Here's Numbers 16.42. Now it happened when the congregation had gathered against Moses and Aaron that they turned toward the tabernacle of meeting and suddenly the cloud covered it and the glory of the Lord appeared. Then there's 1 Kings 8 and 2 Chronicles 5. They both echo the same thing. And it came to pass when the priest came out of the holy place that the cloud filled the house of the Lord so that the priest could not continue ministering because of the cloud for the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. Then there's Ezekiel 10 verse 4. Then the glory of the Lord came up from the cherub and paused over the threshold of the temple and the house was filled with the cloud And the court was full of the brightness of the Lord's glory. As God led his people through the wilderness, his very presence was in the form of a cloud. Literally. In Numbers 14, Moses reminds God that even their enemies knew this of him. Listen to this. This is Numbers 14, 14. Moses is speaking to God, saying, They, that's our enemies, have heard that you, Lord, are among these people, that you, Lord, are seen face to face and your cloud stands above them. 
and you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Can you see? Clouds represent the glorious manifest presence of God. Well, a few days after I saw the amazing clouds I described at the beginning of this message, and after I revisited these wonderful scriptures, I was hit with an incredibly challenging situation. What made it most difficult was that the situation I had to face involved something that had repeatedly occurred, but I was unaware of it. So this had been going on, but I didn't know it was going on, at least in my mind. As I look back now, I can see how I spiritually sensed something was off in this particular situation, but I couldn't put my finger on it at the time, so I hadn't done anything about it. Well, as things came to light, which the Lord has a way of doing, thank you, it was gut-wrenching and hard to endure. Because of this situation and what had taken place, my heart was wounded. It was like a storm had hit my soul, leaving it feeling wounded and sore. In the process of dealing with all this, I talked with Jesus frequently, sharing with him how much I was hurting. The day after I'd had what I'd call a raw and emotional monologue with the Lord, a woman called, unaware of all I was experiencing. Well, this lady is really amazing, and I'm going to share her name with you. Her name is Sue Bell. God knew what he was doing when he gave Sue her last name because he has given her a ministry. He will prompt her with songs to go sing to other people. Really, he's given her a unique, encouraging, spirit-led calling that points so many people to Christ. And when my phone bell rang that day, it was Sue Bell with a song about storms and about clouds. Check this out. Here are the lyrics to the song she sang. Till the storm passes over, till the thunder sounds no more, till the clouds roll forever from the sky. Hold me fast, let me stand in the hollow of your hand. Keep me safe till the storm passes by. After our phone call, the Holy Spirit led me to another slew of my favorite cloud verses this time from the New Testament. Sit back and be blessed as I read three of these verses to you now. Matthew 17 verse 5 says, When Jesus took Peter, James, and John up the mountain to witness his transfiguration, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out from the cloud saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. Acts 1.9 says, When Jesus ascended to sit at the right hand of the Father, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And then 1 Thessalonians 4.17, When Jesus comes back for his believers, we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Upon reading these verses, somehow God pulled all the pieces together, giving me such a timely reminder. He never leaves or forsakes those who put their trust in him. 
throughout this entire situation, in the midst of my inner turmoil, he had been present, he had been near, he had been with me all along. People, no matter what happens, God is with you. He's in your midst. Even when you're in the dark or when you find yourself under the shadow of a stormy cloud. Check out Psalm 97, verses 1 to 2. The Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of isles be glad. Clouds and darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Well, can you guess what happened after all this? The Lord healed my sore soul, and my soul soared yet again. Psalm 68, verse 4. Sing to God, sing praises to his name. Extol him who rides on the clouds by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. So I'll leave you with this challenge today. Is your soul sore? Are you hurting inside? Our soul is genuinely defined as being comprised of the mind, will, and emotions. Is your mind beaten down by plaguing thoughts of regret, fear, unknowns, or what-ifs? Is your will cowering in defeat under the weight of persistent strongholds, things in your life that won't go away or get healed? Are your emotions showing the wear and tear of living in a world beguiled by sin? Has life left you stunned, out of breath, stirred up deep within, leaving your soul sore? Do you want to just jump out of your skin sometimes and fly away out of here? (laughs) I understand. And I believe the brilliant, soothing, there's nothing quite like it, glory of God is an effective prescription for a sore soul. And notice in Exodus 24 that I'd read before that Moses actively entered into the cloud as he met with God on the mountain. This reveals that as a result of spending time with the Lord, Moses' face glowed so brightly that he had to cover his face when he returned from the mountain. That's in Exodus 34, later when we learn after Moses left the mountain experiencing the Lord. My guess is that when Moses came down the mountain and his face glowed so brightly, his soul was soaring. As you seek the Lord, may his manifest presence come like a cloud and make your soul soar.